Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And guys, we're here. We're not queer, but we support the LGBT community. And we've made it to High School Musical. It's what everyone's been waiting for. It's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> this is like, we are like right now in the peak. We are beginning the peak of DCOMs. Well, High School Musical made it so, like, you had to watch every DCOM, because what if it was another High School Musical? That's right. what it felt like to me, at least. Right. And, like, leading up to it, there were no, like, obviously, like, we all know the cultural impact of High School Musical. There were no other DCOMs as talked about as this. Um, this was 2006. I don't think- January 20th, 2006, High School Musical premiered. I don't even know if Hannah Montana was here yet. It was, like, right around this time, though. Mm-hmm. It's it's just... And, like, we all loved, um, like, Lizzie McGuire and That's So Raven and stuff like that, but nothing had reached heights like High School Musical. Well, and the craziest thing about it, I was going to talk about this, is that whenever they were, like, advertising for High School Musical, I don't even think they knew what it was going to do and how it was going to, like, they impact did, No them. one because knew anything. No one could have expected what it was going to be. Like, I remember, this was something I was going to share, I remember being in, like, third or fourth grade? What grade were we in? I don't know. We were in fourth grade. Yeah, I remember being in fourth grade and somebody was like, oh, like, are you going to watch the new decon, like, the high school musical or whatever? And, like, nobody knew about it because all they played was this one trailer. Yeah, it was so stupid. It was like a fish-eye lens. It was those scenes in, like, in, like, like, a movie camera lens. And it was just, like, so many, like, little clips. And, like, the only one I remember is Sharpay going, Joy Bolton is not in my show. Well, and then it's it's something about, like, are you going to sing? Or are you going to be a ball player? Yeah. And, and then like, all it why said, not both? All it said was high school musical. What kind of name is that? Yeah. It, and so people, <laughs> yeah, people are like, oh, are you excited to watch it? Like, are you going to watch it? And I was like, I guess. Like, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. And I, I remember one girl in particular being like, well, I like musicals, so I think it'll be good. But... <laughs> Uh, I had no idea. I was yeah, not I remember, excited at all. I was just I like, okay. Sitting there, I remember sitting there watching it being like, what is this? And my sister being like, I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what I wanted to say, though. Like, a lot of times after this, they did a lot better job of, like, telling you what the decoms are about. But this yeah. was literally just, like, a random you clip knew. and, like, They didn't sound show clip. any songs. Yeah, and, like, uh, for some reason, they had this stupid, like, it was through, like, a fisheye lens. Like, this little circle. It's I found the commercial online <laughs> because it's so small. I'll link I it below. I always thought it was, like, like, a camera lens. Like, a like an old-fashioned like, movie camera. Yeah, but why was it so small? And, like, I, I remember know. seeing it. Like, I had a small TV in I my room, I remember being too, like, oh, so like, it's, like, it's across Maddie. my room, so small. <laughs> it's Maddie from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> That's, like, the only thing you knew about yeah. it. And, uh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. I lost track of thought. <laughs> but I do believe that Kenny Ortega knew what he was doing. I think Listen, he knew the impact gonna it was talk, gonna have. I'm gonna talk about Kenny Ortega, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember what I was gonna say. I watched, um... <laughs> Coach Bolton on Christy Carlson Romano's Throwback Kitchen because Coach Bolton, anytime you say anything about High School Musical on the internet, he will show up. You say something, it's like his call. Um, he said that, oh, like, he knew Kenny Ortega from something and he called him up and was like, oh, like, do you want to be in this movie? Like, no one's going to see it. It's just, like, a small thing. We're, like, right now the title, the working title is High School Musical, like, it's whatever, you'll get paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure, whatever, okay. 
Oh my and god, so even Kenny Ortega didn't know? Kenny Ortega did not- he didn't know the depths of his genius. Well, okay, so I did a little research more on this one because it's so iconic. Yeah, The budget I have a- for this movie was $4.2 million, and so I was wondering, like, what the normal decom budget is. The budget for Cowbells coming up next is $5 million, and Damn. Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior, $5 million. This was a lower budget than those. <laughs> Can you believe? That's insane. Um, yeah, we both have similar, um, stories of how, like, we first saw High School Musical on premiere night. (laughs) Um, so I was at, I had a basketball game. I'm guessing this premiered on, like, a a Friday or a Saturday? Yeah, Friday, probably. I had a basketball game, and, uh, I was in fourth grade, so, you know, it was very important. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember, like, being at the concession stand, because I would always make my parents get something from the concession stand (laughs) after a game, and the little TV was, like, playing, like, I could see, like, start of something new, and we lived, like, five minutes away from my, it was, like, my home school, and then I remember, like, coming in as, um, like, the, that first scene at the high school started, where it was, like, two weeks later, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> yeah, I have the opposite story, so my game was a little bit later, so I was at home, saw the beginning, like, karaoke scene, and then I had to leave for my basketball <laughs> game, and then I remember, like, it was insane. Everyone was talking about it. Oh my god. Maybe because I had seen it. I don't remember that. Yeah, I just remembered, like, the karaoke scene, and then I was gone, and... Ugh. I remember, like, uh, months later, because I was at a softball game. Basketball is in the winter, and softball is in, like, late spring, early, like, mid-summer. I remember being at a softball game, and I could hear the other team, like, someone, like, talking on the bench, being like, have you seen High School Musical? And I'm like... Everyone has seen high, like, <laughs> how is that even a question? Have you, like, yes, it's yeah. like general knowledge, we all have. Well, I remember, like, going back to school and everyone was like, oh my god, I had so much fun watching it when it premiered, blah, 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 and I was like, I was at a basketball game. Like, I got to watch it, obviously, because they, like, played it again yeah. after the first one, and so I got to see it all the way through, but I was like, oh, I didn't get to watch it. <laughs> I was busy trying to run down the court, do some hoops. <laughs> You were watching them play basketball. I was playing basketball. I had my head in the game. You had your heart in the song. (laughs) Okay, shall we jump into it? I have a bunch of more stories to come, but I'm sure we'll resurface. So obviously in this movie, we have Zac Efron. Um, He, this was his, like he was in like movies before, but nothing like really that notable. Um, This was obviously, obviously like everyone's, a lot of people's breakthrough um, he was in, do you remember that episode of the Sweet Episode and Cody he was in? Yeah. Where he played, like, he was, like... Like, a, the smart guy, but he was really pretentious? He was a Republican. <laughs> yeah. And Maddie and Maddie got into a fight because she's, like, she, he was, I don't know, he was, like, cry me your river, and she was, like, you probably pollute it with your oil! <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I saw that scene, like, re, like, in, like, recent months or whatever, like, on Twitter or something, and I was, like... Oh my god, <laughs> so good. Um, he was Link Larkin in Hairspray. Of course. Hairspray um, quickly took over my favorite movie, because it premiered, Hairspray premiered in 2007. Um, but I loved Hairspray. Um, I truly believe that Hairspray, is at when Zac Efron was at his peak. <laughs> Everyone should watch Hairspray. They should. Oh, 17 again, it's also very, very good. Um, I've literally <laughs> never seen all of that. Oh 17 my god. Again. <laughs> we have to watch it. It's, it is a work of art. I'm pretty sure it's like the first PG-13 movie I saw in theaters. Oh. <laughs> I was 12. 
Um, he was in Charlie St. Cloud, which I rented from Blockbuster once, but then I stopped halfway through because I thought it was boring. I wa- I saw that on my birthday, my 13th birthday. <laughs> uh, he was in the movie New Year's Eve where he kissed Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought that was weird. <laughs> Just as a child. He was in The Lorax. Um, he was in this terrible Nicholas Sparks movie, The Lucky One. It's awful. I remember... I was 14 when my friends wanted to see it, and I was like, why are we seeing this? I can, I can literally tell you what's going to happen. I was like, they're going to start a relationship. One of them's going to keep a secret. They're going to fall in love. Their secret's going to be revealed. A minor character's going to die, and then they're going to get back together. Okay, but that's just, not, not just Nicholas Sparks. That's <laughs> most any movie with a romance. Also, his love interest was Piper from Orange is the New Black. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, he was in Neighbors, uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, shout out to our English teacher, who was also in that movie. She was an extra, her and her sister. She was an extra, she was also in a funnier Die video with him on set. Amazing. <laughs> um, he was in the Baywatch movie, he was in The Disaster Artist, what, uh, another one of my favorite roles from him. Um, he was in The Greatest Showman, obviously. Um, I was very excited about that because that was, I assume, his return to musical movies, which I think is where he thrives. <laughs> um, he was Ted Bundy in the Ted Bundy movie, which was not very good. And he voiced Fred in the Scoob movie. <laughs> um, okay, I have a controversial opinion. Wait, hold on. I have one thing to add oh. to his discography. He was, or his... What is it called? Not discography? Filmography? Filmography. He was in an episode of Room Raiders back <laughs> on MTV. His gap between his two front teeth was, like, really big back Aww. then. And he was, like, so young. He was one of the people, like, raiding the rooms. His room was not raided. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, So it's probably oh. something that, like, his agent was like, hey, I got this gig. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But he'd be like, oh, this person has a sock on their floor. They're messy. I don't think I'd want to go on a date with her. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I only have socks on my Um, Yeah, controversial opinion. I do not prefer buff, douchebag-looking Zac Efron. I prefer lanky Zac Efron. Like I said, Link Larkin, High School Musical 2, 17 again, that-looking Zac Efron. Um, I feel like I don't care about his body as much. I feel I care more about his hair and the color of it. Like, it works for Link Larkin with the dark hair. Yeah. But with the modern style, I do not like the dark hair. I prefer the lighter brown color. Not the bleach blonde. And also, like, High School Musical 2. What color is that? That is not... Oh, I like it. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) Like, thinking of bed on it, like... Oh, it's... No! Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. (laughs) Um, so, Zac Efron, I've always gotten the feeling that he hates High School Musical. Well, I think he's just tired of it, because, like, like we said, it became what it did. I know, but I feel like he's done a good job of at least, like, with the career that he's had. And I find it annoying. Well, it depends on, like, the context. Like, if they, if it wasn't, like, you know, a completely traumatic experience for them, but people who's, like whose, like, things are, like, what made them, if they're, like, no, like, I don't want to be associated with, like, if, if it's something that's, like, important to a lot of people, I find it annoying whenever they're, like, no, like, I'm not a part of that anymore. Like, bitch, like, respect your roots. You wouldn't be here without it. Well, and especially now that it's been all this time, a lot of times, like, people who distance themselves will come back to it later and be like, yeah, like, okay, I've had my time away from it, and I can say- Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is already talking about bringing back Hannah Montana. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I appreciate that. I understand if you need that time and space, but it's been- 16, 14, 14, years. 14 years. I had my numbers mixed up. Um, Yeah, it's been 14 years, so I feel like he would be able to do stuff, but he still um, doesn't want to. 
second to last thing about Zac Efron, did you watch the uh, Romeo and Juliet movie from the 60s? No, you didn't do Romeo and Juliet, did you? Not in grade school. Okay, well, we did, and anyone who has watched the Romeo and Juliet movie from the 60s knows that the guy who played Romeo <laughs> looks just like Zac Efron. <laughs> Um, so now we will bridge to Vanessa Hudgens because- Vanessa and Hudgens. Vanessa and Hudgens because they dated from 2006 to 2010. Vanessa, we Ooh. love it. <laughs> it was on again, off again. It was stressful. They were always talking about when they broke up and when they were back together and that stressed me out. Um, Vanessa and Hudgens, as she was introduced to us then, um, I remember seeing her in an episode of Drake and Josh. She played one of- Drake's bitches, basically. <laughs> um, she was a recurring character in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She played the dumb girl at Maddie's school, even dumber than London. Um, she was in the classic Bam Slam, which we talked about whenever we met Ali Mashaka. Sam with the five. Sam with the five. <laughs> Just pronounce Sam. The five is silent. <laughs> the five is silent. <laughs> <laughs> Who um, really gets into... Uh, Ska. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe Bands Against Slam is about Ska. Literally music. one of the lines that she says in the movie is like, wow, it's like reggae, but they put their own spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Hutchins was in a lot of stuff when I was looking at, like a lot of stuff that I've seen and didn't remember she was yeah, in. Yeah, she was in Beastly. I she remember that. She was in Spring Breakers. I remember that. <laughs> I did not watch either of them. I saw both of those. She was in Gimme Shelter. Do you remember? Oh, I do that remember that. Yeah. She was really good in that. Yeah. That was like a very emotional, like, real role, and she did a good job of yes. it. Yes. Um, she was in both Grease Live and Rent Live. Can't say much about that. <laughs> um, she was in this terrible Jennifer Lopez movie called Second Act. Yeah. It, okay, it looks like just like fun from the previews. Just like, because like Jennifer Lopez is like this woman who works at a grocery store, but she never could afford to go to college. And she's like, I'm going to fake my resume and get this high corporate job and show them that I don't need a f rich education, but I can do this just because I'm smart on my own. But then it turns out the whole time that the daughter, the adopted daughter of the CEO of the company, she's actually the biological mother, and it was real dumb. Yeah, it was <laughs> weird. Sorry for spoilers. Um, And she recently um made her uh, swing into Netflix Christmas movies. Yeah, she's <laughs> the, the holiday princess. The princess switch, the princess, and then she plays three different characters. It's they're triplets. They had there was like a twin, and then now they're triplets. Well, one of them has blonde hair, so I don't know if she's a twin. I don't. I don't even think they're twins. I think they just look alike. Oh my god. Um, she had an illustrious music career back in the day. Um, baby, baby come, come back. back to me, which I still think is a banger. Same with Say Okay. Do you remember when they premiered that on Disney Channel? Because they were, like, hyping it up. They're like, Vanessa Ann Hutchins, Baby Come Back. And yeah. they, were, they, like, did a premiere for the baby music video. Know that I'm Mr. Baby V. Yeah. <laughs> um, Say Okay, which Zach Efron starred in the music video. I loved it. I used to kill Say Okay on Disney Sing It. Um, and of course, Sneaker Night. Basically, what we're gonna do <laughs> is dance. <laughs> um, unfortunately, she has not uh, got back into the singing games. <laughs> since Sneaker Night because she knew she could never top it. <laughs> well, she was in those musicals. Um, yeah, she was in, yeah, <laughs> Grease Live and Rent Live. She was also on Broadway for a hot minute. Um, she, remember the scandal whenever her nudes got leaked? I do. 
Yeah. Was she 18 at the time that that happened? I think she was at least 18 whenever High School Musical came out. Okay. Well, that's good to know, at least. Yeah. yeah. Well, that and was the first time. Thing. Well, and every And this is before we knew how to react to someone's nudes looking, which is to not blame them. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. This was the first time, at least that I can remember, of, like, a celebrity this being, like, a thing. Because, I mean, yeah. sending nudes was a relatively new thing. Because, like, yeah, cell guess, phones, yeah. <laughs> pictures... <laughs> That kind of and thing. And they were supposedly to Drake Bell. <laughs> Did you ever hear that? No, I did not hear they were to Drake Bell. Oh, I Drake think that was Bell. just a rumor. I don't think that was... I thing. thought they were to Zac Efron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a rumor that they were supposed to go to Drake Bell. But maybe I was just assuming it was to Zac Efron. I don't I know. I don't know. We were children. I don't remember really how I reacted. I think I was just kind of like, oh. <laughs> well, I think that adults really, like, blamed her yeah. and de- demonized her for being, like, a young person. But, like, but I feel it's like not it her didn't fault really that they- affect her career. Yeah. As much as it did, like, others. Yeah. Um, and most recently, she got in trouble because she wanted to go to Coachella a few months ago, and she was went live. Like, mm, people are gonna die anyway. She's like, I'm sorry, but... It's inevitable. They're gonna die anyway. Yeah, that was not good. Don't support I, that message. No, I think she learned... It was, yeah. <laughs> I hope she learned. I Moving on. Um, she, she dated Austin Butler for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, like 10 years. Yeah, but they broke up. Isn't yeah. she dating someone else famous now? I have no idea. Oh, uh, I don't know. It's not Zac Efron, unfortunately. No. Oh if they got back together. Vanessa. My young child heart would be alive again. Oh, I wanted to mention this. One time I tried to keep a journal when I was a kid because I always wanted to keep one, but I never like kept up with it. And so this one summer I had like three days in a row where I wrote and one of them I was like, I didn't do a lot today. I watched Vanessa videos on YouTube where it was just like pictures of Zach and Vanessa. I was thinking, like, with, like interview clips? No, it was just like pictures of Zach and Vanessa with like music playing in the back. Not even like one that's like to a song. It was just like background music. <laughs> Pictures of yeah. <laughs> um. So Vanessa Hudgens um remained best friends through the year with Ashley Tidsdale. Um. Ashley Tidsdale obviously is the iconic Maddie Fitzpatrick from the Suit of Zach and Cody. Um. She was also Candace and Phineas and Ferb. Um. She played um a girl who had one line and Donnie Darko, adding to the never-ending list of celebrity cameos. <laughs> um. And she was in this movie on ABC Family called Picture This. I remember, like, staying up with my friend to, like, watch the premiere. It was after The Secret Act of the American Teenager, which I did not watch, but I watched that whole episode because they were like, what else are we going to do while we wait for this movie? Um, she also had an illustrious singing career with the album Headstrong. It's so good. Honestly, like, to this day, I think it's a good album, so. Um, Be Good to Me, her single, appeared somewhere on the internet today, and I was listening to it, and I was like, this fucking slaps. Yeah, Be Be Good and Headstrong. Okay, Be Be Good is the Jonas Brothers. Be Good to Me is actually oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Headstrong is very good. A lot of the songs in that album are really good. And another song not on the album, Kiss the Girl, I'd say the best song to ever come out of the Disney Mania franchise. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, um, she was also in Seventh Heaven. She played Janice, which was one of Simon's love interests, but it was only for, like, an episode. Mm. And she had, like, dark brown hair at the time. It was very curly. Uh, I looked up a picture, and then I was like, oh, I remember that now, so. <laughs> um, Vanessa Hudgens was even a bridesmaid in her wedding. Oh, that's so nice. And now Ashley Tidsdale is pregnant. Yay! And on TikTok. And on TikTok. <laughs> she does a lot of TikTok dances. Yeah, they'll just I show looked at sometimes. it, like, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um... Playing her twin brother Ryan is Lucas Grabiel, who we met in Halloween Town High, as we did Alicia Rutland, so I will not get into them. 
Um, we're also meeting Corbin Blue for the first time. Oh. Um, Corbin Blue, I was introduced to in the classic film A, Catch That Kid, with Kristen Stewart. If yes. you have never seen it, this movie is so fucking good. It's so good. It's so clever, too. I really enjoy it. For yeah, a children's it's like, movie, it's good. Yeah, like, thinking about, like, literally, so, like, Kristen Stewart decides to rob a bank because they can't pay for her father's surgery, and, oh my, it's so intense. It's very American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was also in Flight 29 Down, which I mentioned before, which is, like, the child version of Lost. Um, he was in those episodes of Hannah Montana, where he played Miley's crush. Yeah. Um, he hasn't done a lot of, like, film acting recently, but he's done a lot of theater and Broadway. Um, he even toured mm, to our hometown, like, last summer or something. I did oh. not see him. It was a boring musical he was in, so we yeah, didn't go I see didn't see it. that. Um, yeah, so in Broadway, he was in In the Heights and Godspell. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll see him later and jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I am not gonna go through this movie without giving credit to my man Drew Seeley. Poor guy. I think yeah. about this all the time. He got so chipped. Yeah, why? Okay, so did, I wanted to know this. I was gonna try and look it up. Why did they not just cast him as Troy? I literally looked that up. Like, I know why he's saying for Zac Efron. Is that, because they said Zac Efron couldn't hit, like, certain notes that he yeah. could? I don't know why they didn't just keep Drew Seeley. Yeah, I don't know if it was because, he like, Zac and Vanessa had that chemistry. Yeah, maybe, they did. Maybe it was that. Maybe, yeah. like, they liked his acting more. Yeah. And he, like, he was more experienced. Mm-hmm. But they kept it, but they kept Drew Seeley for his musical Yeah, well, because Drew Seeley didn't really do acting until after the fact. I guess So I think not. he did have yeah. to, like, improve on that, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but they, Zac Efron wasn't but a singer! It's so fucking weird when I, like, watch it now. Because when I first saw it, like, I don't know who Drew Seeley is. I don't know who but Zac Efron so is. so obvious. Yeah, you, like, watch him and you're like, that is not Zac Efron singing. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, so Drew Seeley, he was in another Cinderella story, which I feel like... With Selena Gomez? Yeah. Mm. It's obviously not as good as a Cinderella story, but it, it holds up. For a sequel, it's really good. He was also a guest star in this Zach and Cody. He was in, like, one episode. He was in One Tree Hill <laughs> for, like, an episode or two. I feel like I kind of remember that. He was um, unstuck in the suburbs for a hot second. Yeah. <laughs> he also did Broadway, The Little Mermaid, and Jersey Boys. Um, but yeah, he, uh, if you don't know, whenever High School Musical went on tour, Zac Efron was filming Hairspray, and probably because I guess he couldn't sing the songs, Drew Seeley filled in for him, and I was so close to going. My, my one friend was like, yeah, like, my family got tickets for my birthday, and like, if my dad doesn't want to go, then I'll invite you. It's like, every day I'd be like, is your dad going? Is your dad going? <laughs> and he did go. And then I find out, like, the next day, they were like, yeah, like, Mrs. Long got us all a limo, and we went together, and then, and then, and I'm like, that's so fun. Like, we had someone for my brother, he must have been in, like, second grade or whatever. They got him, like, the High School Musical concert DVD. So I did watch that. I also saw High School Musical at... Our, like, outdoor theater, our indoor theater, and on ice. However, none of the celebrities were there, so who cared? Uh, I did not see it on tour. And I've never seen a live stage version of it because I saw saw a TikTok that talks about how it starts. It's different. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they, like, definitely, like, wrote it, like, for the stage. Yeah. And it's not good. Like, I remember there was one song where it was, like, they were, like, spreading information, I guess, about the callbacks. And they, like, open their phones, and it's like, hey, Troy, hey, Gabriella. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have Bart Johnson as uh, Coach Bolton, who, 
Like I said, <laughs> if you bring up High School Musical anywhere on the internet, he will show up. We should have invited him on the podcast. We really should have. Bart Johnson, if you can hear us. <laughs> we'll bring it back for High School Musical 2. Um, the, let's see, Zeke is played by Chris Warren, and he was in a few episodes of The Fosters. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I did watch The Fosters. I don't remember what his character was. I was gonna look it up, and I was lazy. Um, we have Joey Miyashima, who we've seen many times before. He's in the paper, paper brigade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Double teamed and right on track. Um, and then finally, this movie was choreographed and directed by Sir Tenny, Kenny <laughs> Ortega. I love Kenny Ortega. <laughs> Kenny Ortega made Hocus Pocus. Kenny Ortega can do no wrong. Listen, Kenny Ortega, yeah, he's a choreographer. I think he's a choreographer first. He made Hocus Pocus. He made Julie and the Phantoms, which is a show on Netflix. It's on my list, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, he made the Descendants movies, which we'll get to. Um, he directed an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Bunheads, um, 12 Gilmore Girls episodes, and the Cheetah Girls too. I didn't know he directed Cheetah Girls too. Um, this is it, the Michael Jackson concert movie. He also choreographed some of that tour. It is so good. Like, I don't know much about Michael Jackson's accusations, but if you put those aside, I don't know if you can put those aside. I don't know. Nothing's ever really been said about it. I don't know what to say about that. But the movie is so good. <laughs> um, let's see. He also directed, uh, he, um, choreographed, or was a choreographer on the Dirty Dancing movie, um, the Material Girl music video, the Let's Get Physical music video. Um, he directed a Selena music video. He directed the 2002 Winter Olympics opening ceremonies. He directed Newsies and the I'm So Excited music video. As in, I'm so excited. Yeah, Kenny Ortega is a fucking legend. He really is. I see you. I respect you. And he did this on $4.2 million when other DCOMs got more and were not as good. Also, he won an Emmy for Outstanding Choreography for this movie and Outstanding Children's Program. It is an Outstanding Children's Program. It really is. <laughs> um, I wrote down some fun facts. Sure. Um, yeah, the first one is that the producers wanted a tenor for Troy, but Zephron was too low. Um, and in the subsequent movies, Zephron had to be like, no, I've worked on my singing. I have to put my foot down. Like, I want to sing in these movies. Um, it was filmed in Salt Lake City, even though it takes place in Albuquerque. Um, Corbin Blue came up with his own t-shirt sayings. Yeah, he's wearing Yikes. stupid t-shirt sayings on all of them, and I don't get what half of them mean. Um, in the New Year's scene, the falling snow is actually potato flakes. Yeah, it does not look like snow. Um, Logan from Zoe 101 was originally offered the role of Troy. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, but he had to decline. And, and, uh, Manny Santos from yeah, Degrassi I that too. was gonna be Vanessa. Yeah, Logan. Gabriella. Logan had to decline because of his contract with Nickelodeon. I guess he couldn't, like, simultaneously Damn, Disney. he missed know. out. Maybe he was just too busy. But, yeah, Cassie Steele had to decline because of filming with Degrassi. Um, there was originally going to be a song between Coach Bolton and Miss Darvis. It was never filmed. However, I truly think the film is missing something without it. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish that existed. <laughs> um, so this movie was sort of like the script that had been laying around for years. It was originally a concept for Grease 3 starring Justin and Brittany. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> I would have loved. I don't know if I would sacrifice this movie for that movie. I would not. Have you seen Grease 2? It's not worth no. a watch. But it had just they're gonna have Justin <laughs> and Brittany! And like you know NSYNC was gonna be like the rest of the T-Birds. <laughs> um Naya Rivera auditioned for the role of Gabriella. Oh. 
Um, let's see. Oh, Michael Jackson called Zac Efron personally to say that he enjoyed his work in the movie. Oh my god. <laughs> Zac- Imagine being Zac Efron. Yeah, like in the IMDb, this is all in the IMDb trivia, it was like, Zac Efron then proceeded to break down and cry. <laughs> and I'm like, I would too! Okay, so he's not even gonna talk about High School Musical when this is what made Michael Jackson call him? How could you? <laughs> Um, I'm sure, like, Kenny Ortega and Michael Jackson must go way back, right? So that's probably, they're probably, like, <laughs> Michael Jackson was like, oh, yes, I really, I really like that, that Zac Efron, the Troy Bolton. Can I have his, that's how I imagine this conversation <laughs> went. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I have. <laughs> Same. Now, shall we finally get into this movie? It's Let's like get 20. in. It's gonna be good. <laughs> it's not like 20 or 30 minutes, Okay. Okay, so we open. Oh, I just want to say that I used to, like, whenever, so, like, whenever I can't fall asleep at night, sometimes I'll start, like, playing a movie in my head from the beginning, a movie that I know, like, by heart, it, it was this movie for a while before Hairspray took its place. Mm-hmm. So we open on a ski lodge on New Year's Eve. Yes. Um, Gabriella is just reading a book in the lounge in her sweats. And Mrs. Montez finds her and tells her to stop reading and go to the teen party. She says, I laid out your best clothes. <laughs> the clothes that she packed for this trip. Well, and Gabriella is like, I want to keep reading. And her mom's like, no, no party. Go to the teen party. <laughs> um, we cut to Troy and his dad playing basketball in the gym, which is clearly a dance studio. Yeah, it does not look There's like literally a, a ballet all. bar in yeah. there. Um, mom comes in, and she, and I don't know why I remember this so specifically, but whenever she's like, the party, and turns around. <laughs> well, she has, like, this wrap around her arms and this green dress she's wearing. Yeah, and she's like, did we come all this way to play more basketball? Like, no. She doesn't have an accent. <laughs> no. And they're like, yeah, we're men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, she makes them go to their respective parties. She's like, sure, there's a kid's party downstairs. Um, so Troy arrives at the teen's party, which apparently has a crazy hat theme. Because <laughs> there's, like, a kid in a Viking hat. There's people in, like, plastic hats. There's a guy in a giant cowboy hat. Maybe there was a photo booth that we didn't see. There's, were photo booths a thing in 2006? <laughs> the old kind. <laughs> um, Gabriella walks in and sits down and opens her book. Um, the karaoke man, after these the two MC. people, yeah, finished their song, he calls for new singers, and then these spotlights, which come from somewhere, I guess, just yeah. land on Troy and Gabriella. Yeah, and so they have to go on stage. Everyone's, like, pushing like, them on force stage. them on stage. Gabriella's literally like, no, no. <laughs> and also, like, not only were they forced to do karaoke, they didn't even get to pick their song. Yeah, okay, this song obviously exists in the universe of yeah. high school musicals. Like, who who sings the song? But that's what I was thinking. Like, if you don't know a song and you have to go sing karaoke, you're not going to be good at it because right. you don't know how the song yeah. goes. And, like, they, uh, this is obviously a popular song that they know. Apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, so Troy starts... Wait, as the MC like, pushes him on stage, he's like, you might thank me for this someday. Or not. Yeah, that guy really... Foreshadowing. He started a legacy. <laughs> he did. I don't think he gets enough credit. Let's thank that man. Thank you. Thank you to that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're very reluctant yeah, as they're Troy, up there. Troy just starts the duet. Yeah. Um, no one's paying attention. And as he finishes, like, his first line, he starts to walk away. But Gabriella, who's, like, sit- who's like standing there, like, with her arms crossed, very shy, starts singing. And he turns around and goes back to the mic, like, oh, I guess she is into this. Yeah, so, so they're getting more comfortable um, this is the start of something new. I don't know if we said that. Yeah. Yeah. So as they keep going, they're like adding some runs in there, adding some little 
little vamp. I love, I love the part like in the very beginning when after Gabrielle is like, "What I couldn't see," and Troy just like leans into the mic and goes, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. And then like they both start to loosen up. Troy takes off his jacket. Oh. Um, the crowd is getting into it. Troy's getting really into it. Everyone is like dancing and singing along now, even though earlier no one was paying attention to anyone singing karaoke. Yeah, Troy starts to sort of like dance like toward Gabriella, and she almost falls off stage. <laughs> Um, but at the very end, like, even, like, Gabriella's loosened up now, she's, like, having fun, Troy's having fun, and the, they end the song, and the crowd goes wild, and they introduce themselves as Troy and Gabriella. Yeah, so then they go outside, and they're talking, and Troy's like, what do you mean? You've never sang before? And she's like, only in the choir at church, only in my but, church choir. but I can't sing solos, because the one time I did, I fainted. I just got so nervous in front of everyone. And she's like, what about you? You have a good voice. And Troy's just like, like, my shower no. head is very impressed with me. I remember that. I was like, what's a shower head? It's <laughs> <laughs> where the water comes yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know why they called it a shower head. <laughs> Um, so they count down, the crowd counts down to midnight, and for a long, like, ten seconds after midnight, they just, like, stare at each other, like, should we get Yeah, but they do not. (laughs) They don't. They watch the fireworks, which, okay, this part makes me mad. If they had such, why couldn't they just put clips of actual fireworks and said they have, like, CGI fireworks (laughs) instead of just, like, footage of actual fireworks? I don't know. Well, they're just like, oh, should we exchange... Oh, Gabriella's like, I need to go wish my mom a happy new year. And so Troy's like, let's exchange phone numbers. So they exchange phone numbers and take pictures of yeah, each other. Yeah, for, like, the contact. contact information. <laughs> I didn't know, like, people actually did that. And in this movie, they did. And Troy, um... Turns around to say something more, but Gabrielle's already gone. Well, he gone said, the wind. he said, just so you know, this is, singing with you is the most fun I've had this entire vacation. Oh. Hmm. So it's one week later. Yeah. And- <laughs> There's a lot of, um, like, sub, not subtitles, but just, like, title cards in this yeah. movie. They get pretty funny. <laughs> one week later, we're in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're hearing the bridge of we're all in this together. We do that. We hear this multiple times. Yeah. We're at East High. The entire school is wearing red and white. The entire school. And they are all there to, uh, congratulate. Yeah, to greet Troy. As he walks off the bus. (laughs) Um, he says, hey guys, happy new year. And then his best friend Chad immediately goes, yeah, it's gonna be a happy wildcat new year because in two weeks we're going to the championships with you leading us to infinity and beyond. <laughs> Literally two seconds after he walks off the bus. Yeah, well, we really have to get this exposition in quickly. Okay, this movie is an hour and 40 minutes, which I did not realize. That's pretty long for a DCOM. Like it definitely could have been cut down. There, there are things that should have been cut down. There are things that could have been elaborated on. This right. could have been done differently. And then Chad immediately goes, what team? This is our first what team. And I tried to keep track of how many times they did it. Um, so Sharpay is walking through the school and goes outside. She's already in the school as everyone's, like, walking in for the first day. Yeah. But Sharpay, like, clears her path and goes outside. Honestly, it's iconic. It is. Like, she just, like, clears, like, a, an aisle in between people. Yeah, they start talking about her. They call her an ice princess. They're like, I know what she's spent her holiday doing. Shopping for mirrors. And yeah. everyone goes, oh! They thought that was really clever. <laughs> I remember my sister being like, oh, they're saying she shopped for mirrors because when she looks in them, she breaks all of them because she's so ugly. I get it now. And I'm like, I think you're reaching. No, they're just calling her vain. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think you're reaching. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, and so they're all walking by Taylor McKessie, the smartest girl in school, probably. Yeah. And she's like, behold, the athlete zoo animals have arrived from break. <laughs> she's really weird. Yeah, and then... She has friends. So, late, we see a different part of the school. We see Gabriella is there with her mom. She's nervous because she's transferring to the school. It's but her room. mom promises that this is going to be the last time she transfers before they graduate college. She's cleared it with her work and yeah, all this so, stuff. So, like, this has happened to Gabriella a lot before. She's very nervous. She doesn't want to be the freaky genius girl again. Okay, there are worse things to be, Gabriella. Yeah, I was always like, I would kill to be the freaky genius girl. Like, I have... Especially if you look like Vanessa Hutchins. Right. Like, I... In grade school, I I had a need for perfection, and I wanted to be the freaky genius girl. Um, yeah, so Gabriella walks into her homeroom, which is Miss Darvis's drama classroom, and as she walks by, Troy, who is talking about pink jelly to his friend, <laughs> mm-hmm. thinks he sees her. He's like, what? Is that the girl I met over break? And he's trying to look at her, but homeroom starts. Um, Miss Darvis, uh, begins announcing auditions for the Winter Musicale. They even, on the subtitles, they spell it with an E. <laughs> yeah, there's an E at the end of musical. <laughs> Um, and as she's doing this, Troy decides to call Gabriella's cell phone to see if it's really her. And so her phone rings in the middle of homeroom, and both Ryan and Sharpay get out their phones. Like, it's not my phone. Is it yours? Also, like, why would you do that? Could you not just wait till homeroom ended to go see if that yeah, was her? I don't know. <laughs> we needed this plot point. Yeah, so Ryan and Sharpay get detentions for having their phones out. As uh, do Troy and Gabriella. As do Troy and Gabriella. And then Chad, <laughs> fucking Chad, is like... Miss Darvis, we have basketball practice, and he Troy is our leader, and so he gets detention only for fifteen minutes. Yeah, she though. said fifteen minutes, and then Taylor like makes fun of him and is like, "Ha ha, he doesn't even know how to count." And then she's like, "Okay, Taylor, you're in detention too." Yeah, y'all, when teachers are on a roll, just shut up. Yeah, don't <laughs> provoke teachers. <laughs> you never want that's very scary. <laughs> Um, so, the bell rings. I noticed that only half the students are carrying, like, books and bags of any kind. Most of them just walk around with nothing. <laughs> um, and so Troy catches Gabriella as she walks outside the classroom. And they do, oh, God, I hate this so much. They do this thing. So, like, one of them says, I don't, and the other one says, believe it. And then they go, me, and the next one goes, either. Yeah, I hate it so much. They're finishing each other's sentences already, even though they met one time for probably not even a full hour. Yeah, Gabriella tells Troy that her mom got transferred here, and Troy's like, oh, well, my friends don't know about this singing thing. Um, and he says this as they pass by the audition sign-ups, and Troy's like, oh, well, like, you have a good voice, why don't you sign up? And Gabriella says, I'm not going to be signing up for anything for a while. I just want to get no school. <laughs> That's literally how she says it. Oh She's like, I just want to get to know school. <laughs> you sound like Jimmy Fallon trying to be a teenage girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you sound I, like. Wait, hey, is that not how she says it? She's like, I just want to get to know school. <laughs> I think she enunciates a little bit more. She really does <laughs> As she says this, Sharpay appears around the corner. She is hardcore flirting, flirting with Troy, really putting it all on there. Yeah, I admire her confidence. Yeah, she signs her name very large on the auditions. And she says, my brother and I have started all the school productions. And she's like, but then she's like, have a look around. I'm sure you can find something for you. Basically saying, like, bitch, stay in your place. Yeah, but Gabriella's like, no, I'm not gonna do Gabriella that. Gabriella says, and leaves. <laughs> nice penmanship. Ooh! Ooh! Wow. The tension in that line. <laughs> nice penmanship. 
Yeah, so Sharpay says that she missed Troy over the winter break. And again, she's hardcore flirting with him. Troy does not reciprocate. He's doing whatever he can to get out of the situation <laughs> as quickly as possible. Um, I always thought that, like, Sharpay was super popular, but I think she just really mean and has a lot of confidence. Yeah, I think she's just confident. I think that's what it was. Yeah. As Which a child, like, we thought confidence equated with popularity, but it, it does not. <laughs> Which, I mean, I admire her for. Yeah. Like, clear, like, she, it's no secret that everyone hates her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, at basketball, okay, so, like, it's not basketball practice, it's literally the middle of the day. I don't know why the whole basketball team is in their uniforms yeah, in the gym. Yeah, it's, I guess it's their free period, because they talk about it later, but. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Troy mentions to Chad, uh, he's like, oh, hey, like, could you get, like, extra credit for auditioning for the musical? Well, he asks, like, oh, did you hear that or whatever? Which, yeah. what, what class would you get extra credit in? Drama? Yeah, I don't know. Homeroom. <laughs> just, like, just, like, trying to, like, find, like, an excuse to, like, possibly bring up the idea of auditioning, but Chad immediately shuts him down. Yeah, he's shitting on musicals altogether, and then he compares Sharpay to a mountain lion. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is when Get Your Head in the Game starts. Get Your Head in the Motherfucking Game. Um, Chad, who had just shat on singing and dancing, proceeds to participate in a musical number. But in musicals, they don't do this. This is just basketball practice. I guess. So, um, <laughs> if you don't know, Get Your Head in the Game is all about Troy, who needs to get his head in the game, in the basketball game. His but... head's in the game, but his heart's in the song. Yeah, my favorite part of this is whenever everyone's just, like, standing around the circle in the middle of the court, and Troy is just, like, running around the circle, like, yeah, yeah, guys, come on, get your head in the game. <laughs> I like when <laughs> the spotlight goes on him, and he's like... Why? And he really starts <laughs> acting a little it's, too much. Yeah, it, he's a like too strong. Over lip singing, like especially the part where he's like raw. Yeah. Just... <laughs> um, I made a note saying that this should be later in the movie because he's already saying my head's in the game, but yeah, my heart's in the song. Been, you sang one time. It's been three hours. He's addicted to singing. He sang one time at New <laughs> yeah. Year's, and he can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> he's like, I got a taste, and now I Exactly. Um, the moves at, like, the end of the song during the final chorus when, like, they're all in, like, the line and they're doing, the, like, the single moves with the basketballs. I definitely tried to do some of those, like, at my own house and then, like, probably at basketball practice. I couldn't. Like, even just the part where they're, like, fake passing and the ball, like, stays in the air and then the one where, like, they throw the ball, like, over their heads and catch it. It's harder than it looks. <laughs> I was not in it, but our high school, they did, we had, like, dance classes at our high school, and one of the classes did a Get Your Head in the Game dance with basketballs. I don't know how it went. It was probably just the choreography from the movie, but. Probably, I didn't see it. I don't think the any of the basketballs. pretty intricate. <laughs> I don't think any of the basketballs flew off the stage, so that's good. A plus. Yeah, so after they finish Get Your Head in the Game, the team just leads the gym. They what team? Wildcats, and then they leave. Second time. Yeah, so in the chemistry lab, Sharpay begins talking to Gabriella. I don't know what she says. I did not write it down because it's not really important. Yeah, she's just <clears> asking <throat> her, like, questions. It's because, like, Gabriella was, like, looking at the audition list. So well, she's, like, and she's Ooh. also like, oh, I saw you talking to Troy. He's not really into new girls. Like, yeah. he's too focused on basketball. And Gabriella but, is trying to pay attention in class. Yeah, Gabriella is looking at the board and then corrects the teacher's equation. And, like, it's, like, that happens... That does happen, where, like, you have to correct the teacher who, like, writes something down on the board. But whenever she's like, oh, I think it should be 16 over pi, the teacher goes, that's quite impossible. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> and then she just, like, types it and is like, oh, in the you're right. In the calculator. It's like a normal calculator, too, that does not have pi. <laughs> 
I yeah, it doesn't make sense. But also, if she doesn't want to be the freaky genius girl, why would she not not she, say anything? She looks very proud after she has well, corrected her. She looks like uncomfortable, like saying something. But I don't know. She does it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So um, Troy or Sharpay is like angry at this. Well, she, she does just that like, thing where she's like hmm. moving, she, like her jaw has dropped. Um, but Taylor, who's sitting close, takes notice. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ryan sees Troy staring at the audition sign-up list and tells Sharpay. Uh, so they decide to do research on Gabriella, and they find out that she's a genius. Ryan calls her an Einsteinette. I don't know, you could have called her, like, Marie Curie or something. Yeah, but they see that there's, like, all these articles about her academics, so they print them, and they're like, well, we'll make sure she finds the right click for she her. stays in her place. Yeah. Um, so in detention, everyone is doing set work because that's what detention is. Yeah, they have to work for the drama club for detention. Honestly, it's a pretty good idea. <laughs> um, so Troy finds Gabriella and says that Gabriella is welcome. Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Yeah, because <laughs> he put T. Yes, I put T. Okay. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor tells Gabriella there's a spot for her on the academic decathlon. Decathlon. Decathlon, because she found all these, like, news articles of Gabriella's geniusness in her locker, and she assumed that Gabriella put them in there. And Gabriella's like, um, I'm, I'm not really doing anything right now. Who, who put those in your locker? Um, no, for right now. Yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah, so then we see Coach Bolton is about to start practice, <laughs> but he goes, where's Chad and Troy? And nobody says anything, and he has to say it again. He asks Louder. again. And then they're all like, detention. So Mr. Bolton storms over to detention. He storms over to the theater because the gym and the theater are two separate places in this school. <laughs> not was, at our school. Not at our school. <laughs> um, so he storms in and he says, Darvis, what the heck are those two doing in a tree? <laughs> Iconic line. It's very funny. Uh, <laughs> Chad is sleeping inside the middle of the tree and Troy is up on the top trying to like tickle him with yeah. a paper leaf. <laughs> yeah. So they get down, and they, like, Mr. Bolton starts having an argument with Miss Darvis, and he's like, you're just doing this because we have the championship. Yeah, they and both yell. They both go to the principal's office to yell. And this well, is like a, they just told uh, Troy and Chad to go to, to practice. Go to yeah. Yeah, so they just left attention. Yeah, so they, Dar- Bolton and Darvis go to the principal's office, and um, Bolton's like, you're, like, this is championships coming up and this like very much reminded me I remember like our drama teacher in class because we had to take like certain drama classes complaining not about like the athletic director we had when we were there but the athletic director before about how he would like never let them use the gym (laughs) even though it was both the theater and the gym Mm -hmm. um so yeah (laughs) Miss Darvis says this school is about more than young men in baggy shorts flying balls for touchdowns which I really love, but start. <laughs> she she gets that um, the the high school culture is all about sports, and the theater does not get enough credit. Which like I am not a theater kid, but I'll I'll agree to that. Yeah, she is like the pinnacle, at least of my experience in high school drama. She is the high school drama teacher. <laughs> That's like the high school drama t- teacher I had. So yeah, and she and whenever Bolton is like criticizing her detention, she's like. She's like, exposure to the arts is cleansing for the soul. <laughs> I assume the actress in this role had a lot of fun. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and so the principal's like, you guys have been having the same argument since you both started working here. You just need to come together. We are all one in this school. But then he's like, hey, Mr. Bolton, how's Troy doing? The championship game. And so Miss Darvis storms off because she's like, they don't understand. Right. Um, 
Yeah, so then we see Coach Bolton give, like, a pep talk at practice very shortly. Um, Taylor tries to convince Gabriella to join the Scholastic Decathlon, and Gabriella says no again, but then she's like, what do you know about Troy Bolton? Um, so then Taylor is just like, oh, Troy is a jock, and all the cheerleaders have a crush on him, and then she goes up to the cheerleaders, and she's like, don't you think Troy is just the hottie super bomb? And they're like, oh my god, Troy's so cute, and then they walk away, and Taylor's like, see, we're better than them. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good scene. No, and then Taylor's like, um, if you want to sit with the cheerleaders at lunch, you can talk about the importance of firm nail beds, and Gabriella says, my nail beds are history, and Taylor holds up her nail beds, and she says, sister, what's a nail bed? It's the, like, skin at the bottom of your nail, like, this stuff. Oh. I think it's, like, people, like, pick at them or stuff. Like, I mean, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they're talking about. I don't really know. Um, yeah, so Troy and Dad are shooting hoops at home, and in the middle of it, Troy says, have you ever wanted to try something new but were afraid what your friends might think? And <laughs> Dad is like, what, you mean, like, going left? You're going, but you're getting better. <laughs> and Troy's like, no, like, what if you want to try something new but all of your friends would laugh at you? And Dad's like, well, maybe they're not your friends. That idea is never revisited. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's like, just focus on your game. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, college scouts are going to be at the game, and you have to get a scholarship, which I never, that's never mentioned again. Also, they, they live have in a, a nice-ass house. Yes, they live in a very large house. They have a nice-ass <laughs> basketball court in the back with a fucking, like, fence and ivy wall. Yeah, it doesn't, ju judging on looks, it does mm -hmm. not seem like they would be in desperate need of a scholarship. Uh, yeah, so the next day at school, during homeroom, Miss Starvis says that auditions are until 12 today, uh, and then says that, oh, it's just during free period. Um, Chad goes up to Troy and says, hey, we're practicing during free period, uh, what do you want, like, what do you want to do? And it's Troy's like, oh, I can't, I have to study. His um, t-shirt says, I come with my own background music. I don't get what that means. Like, he, he sings? I don't know. I thought singing was lame. <laughs> uh, yeah, Troy says that he can't because he's already behind on homework. And then uh, Chad thinks this is weird because he's like, we are two days back. What do you mean you're behind on homework? And um, so it can happen. <laughs> but he starts following Troy and Troy, like, loses him. Troy goes on this whole, like, plate well, around the school. Troy, like, goes into this classroom and, like, says hi to some students, and Chad's watching him, and then this kid just, like, comes up to Chad, and, like, they do, like, this little handshake. It's like, hey, man, what's up? As they, like, do their thing, and yeah. that's when Troy leaves and gets out of Chad's sight. Yeah, but he still, like, finds the sneaky way to get back to the auditorium. Straight guy culture is wild. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, he, so yeah, he's Troy spying on the auditorium during auditions. Yes, um, Mr. Darvis is beginning auditions, and Troy is hiding behind a mop in the back of the theater. We get this wonderful audition montage. Oh, it's so good. This was, like, one of the funniest scenes when you were a kid, like, It was, so I was laughing a lot during <laughs> the scenes. Like, we have the first girl, she's off-key, um, we have a guy who's, like, barely opening his mouth and doesn't know the words. It's very flat. Um, I love the girl at the piano. <laughs> like, she's winking. She's, like, laying on the piano. Like, you know, it's some sort of, like, lounge thing. And she, like, whenever she's, like, but you are right beside me. And she points at Darvis and Darvis, like, points back. Well, and like, she keeps winking. Oh. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, we have, um, the opera girl who is very good, mm -hmm. but, you know, not the right girl Fit. for this musical yeah uh we have one girl who's so scared she doesn't even sing um we have a guy who just comes on stage and just leaps and twirls 
I think they want him in the musical. They need his choreography. <laughs> I love whenever they show Sharpay and Ryan watching the audience. Sharpay like puts her hand over her heart, like, oh. <laughs> oh my um, god. We have my favorite auditioners. This is the group auditions. It's like they're like skater kids. That's the best I can describe their outfits. And they just do like interpretive song and dance to what I've been looking for. It's hard to believe when no one's too home. When I found out that our friend Sarah did <laughs> High School Musical when she was in middle school and she played the weird girl auditioner, yeah. like, I cannot tell you how good of a fit, <laughs> like, that is the role she was born to play. <laughs> this was the funniest part of the auditions back in the day, and honestly, still. Um, like, whenever she first told me that, I couldn't stop laughing for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, so Miss Darvis yeah. stops them. Miss <laughs> Darvis <and> <laughs> says, that was... Very disturbing. Go see a counselor. <laughs> My dad laughed at that. <laughs> so then, um, this is when Gabriella sneaks up behind Troy. Um, we learned that, like, both of them have come to the audition, but neither of them have the courage to actually go up and audition, so they're just both there to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharpay and Ryan are the only one who signed up as pairs for the leads in the musical, who are romantic leads, and they are They're twins. siblings! I never understood this. <laughs> and they say that they've been the leads of every musical. Most musicals have some sort of, like, romantic, romantic element. Especially if it's, like, a boy and a girl Yeah, lead. exactly. They are usually romantic. And, and, make and the sense. song is what I've been looking for, saying, you're yeah. the one that I've been looking for. Yeah. So they do their rendition, which is, like, a lot more poppy than the auditions that we've heard singing. And they, Kelsey doesn't get to play for them because they, they're they like, oh, we worked something else out. Kelsey wrote the this entire musical that the high school is putting on. Yes. Kelsey, a high schooler, wrote the entire musical. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? No. Um, yeah, so Ryan and Sharpay start their own version of what I've been looking it's for. It's a lot it's, more, like, glitzy and, like, It's upbeat. also better than the original. I disagree, but. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever met anyone who thinks that it's not as good. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> oh, I like this version better than the original. I think it's so much more fun. Um, I love whenever they sing, you were always right beside me. And then they, like, turn around and be like, oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah, they do the performance. Miss Darvis is bopping along the whole time, having as a good I would time. Too. I said, they fucking killed it. <laughs> I love it. I said, they're siblings. <laughs> I still love it. <laughs> uh, Miss Darvis does her last call, and Troy and Gabrielle are both standing there, like, Oh, wow, I don't know. And she does a second last call, and then she's like, all right, auditions are over, turns off her lamp, and Yeah, then... so Kelsey goes up to Sharpay, and she says, if you do the part, you know, I imagine the song being much slower. And this is when Sharpay says, if we do the part? I've been in 17 school productions, and how many times have your compositions been selected? None. So that means you do not offer directions, suggestions, or commentary, and you should be thankful that Ryan and I are here to lift your music out of its obscurity. <laughs> Which I love. Also, 17? When did she start? I don't know. How many musicals do they do a year? Well, they told the other girl, wait for the spring musicale. Yeah, but, th- I mean, even if they did one each season, like, even if for some reason they did a summer That's musical. That's one of the, fr- like, maybe she started in middle school? I don't know. So it was, like, one a year. That makes sense, because they're, like, sophomores. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so, Troy comes, no. Gabriella says, yeah. <laughs> I want to audition, and Miss Darvis is like, I did last call, it's too late, plus the single, solo auditions are long over, and there's no one else to be your partner, and then Troy's like, I'll do it. He's, like, freaking out in the background. It's a very cute scene. He's, like, throws his hands up, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, as she says, I'll audition, like, it doesn't, like, tie him to anything. She's just like, I'll audition, 
And then he's like, what? <laughs> well, he knows that she needs a partner. So when Miss Starbus says, well, you don't have a partner, he's like, I'll do it too. But Miss Starbus is still like, it's too late. You must learn. Maybe next time you can audition. Yeah, so Darbus leaves and then Kelsey trips over the piano leg and drops all of her papers. So Troy and Gabriella, the great people that they are, go to help her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Troy is like trying to talk to her. He's like, Oh, like, you wrote the show? That's so cool. I well, can't wait to hear the rest. Well, and he asks why she's so scared of Ryan and yeah. Pace, and she's the co- the composer, and then he's like, you're kind of, like, the playmaker, aren't you? Yeah, so this is, like, obviously, like, a, like, anxious, shy theater kid. She's like, why is, like, the most popular kid in school talking to me? Yeah. And she's not saying anything, and then it's just like, why are you so scared of Ryan and Sharpay? It's your show. You're the playmaker, Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so Kelsey is like, this is how the duet is supposed to sound. She starts singing, and then Troy and Gabriella start singing along. I wrote down whenever Troy, because Kelsey's like a playmaker, and Troy's like, you know, the one who makes everyone look good, like me. (laughs) I'm the playmaker. I make everyone look good. (laughs) Anyway. On the court, yeah. So they start singing. They sing the What I've Been Looking For reprise, and Miss Starbus, after they finish up, Miss Starbus says, you have a callback. And then she says, Kelsey, give them this song to practice, whatever. Yeah, so Kelsey offers to help them rehearse (laughs) during breakfast, biology class, free period, before school, after school, after basketball class, which I love (laughs) so much. Literally any (laughs) time. But Troy's just like, what's going on? Yeah, uh, so then we cut to Sharpay screaming when she sees (laughs) that there's callbacks instead of them just immediately getting the role. And Ryan is immediately like, what if we're being punked? What if we get to meet Ashton? Which, when I first saw this movie, I did not get that reference. It's really good. Um, Chad comes in, and he sees the callback flyer, and it's like, what is going on? So in the cafeteria, Sharpay is at the table with all the drama kids, and she is in a rage. She says, I already picked out colors for my dressing room. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, we had... Two dressing rooms in high school, one for the girls and one for the boys. The cafeteria and the dance dance studio was just a small room with mirrors. Yeah, the only reason we had a dance studio was because we were an all-girls school and dance was offered as a PE credit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, And so Sharpay says, someone's got to tell her the rules. So she goes over to, like, because, like, this cafeteria, it's got, like, these stairs and, like, a balcony, and then it, like, looks over the rest of the cafeteria. She goes over to, like, the top of the balcony, and she does this, like, such a forceful hip swing. Mm-hmm. It's so well, and it's right on, and then the music starts yes, like as she so does it. Good, it's it is so really subtle. Good. It's like a blink, blink if you miss it. Oh, Ashley Tidsdale, I see you. So then we start. Well, with, I'm sure that was choreographed. Well, Kenny yeah. Ortega knows what he's <laughs> well, doing. Well, I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling her she did a very good job. <laughs> she did. Kenny Ortega, I will, <laughs> I will support you. So stick to the status quo. Starts, of course. So we have, which I think is very underrated. I don't think this song gets a lot of the credit it deserves. I think it's because, like, neither Troy or Gabrielle is really in it. But, like, it's a really cool number. It and is like, really good, and I like the dancing and everything yeah, that goes on. Yeah, the dancing and, like, how they, like, involve, like, the, like, cafeteria and, like, the tables and stuff. Because, like, we're all in this together is also, like, a, a group-wide number. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, them on the gym floor. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say about this is that the singing in this is not as good as the other songs. It's, like, they're singing, like, no, 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 no. Like, it's not that great. As it's I was listening a to it. chorus. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know why it wasn't better. Um, yeah, so we start with the first verse. Zeke, who's on the basketball team, reveals that he likes to bake. And what? But he plays basketball. He can't, like, baking. In his free in time. In his spare time. He can't bake. He doesn't even take home ec classes. He just likes to bake. Who do you think you are, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? And I love how they're like, not another word. <laughs> no, okay, they're all like, he's like, 
She's like, but I got a confession, my own secret obsession. They're all like, speak your mind and you'll be heard. And it's like, I like to bake. And they're all like, no! <laughs> Not baking! <laughs> so then they all sing their no, no, no. And then we cut to the Brainiac table. And Martha reveals that she likes the hip-hop dancing. <laughs> I like to pop and lock and jam and break. Is that even legal? Not another word. Again, they're like... Speak your mind and you'll be heard now! Yeah, and then our final confessor of the day. This is the skater <laughs> the table, skater. but really a stoner table. Really, yeah, but they can't have that in a Disney. <laughs> yeah, so but like, it's the skater they table. They clearly have a stoner guy, because this, guy, this guy's like, I play the cello, and he's like, awesome! What is, like, he literally looks like a corpse. <laughs> Sorry to that man. <laughs> he, was, he did not do you justice in this movie. Yeah, and so, again, the skater guys like, are like, oh, a cello, that's not very skater. You're a poser. That's not punk rock. Um, yeah, so. They, um, fun fact, wait, wait. that guy got a DUI. Yeah, because he didn't stick to the status quo. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, like, cut, like, in and out of him, like, playing the cello and then, like, fake playing the cello along to, like, the electric guitar of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, also, whenever the skater kids are all singing, they're like, stick to the stuff you know. They're, like, practi- like looking like they're on a skateboard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and darn patinates Exactly. That's exactly what they look like. <laughs> um, in high school, whenever Kelly and I took Spanish, we would play Simon Dice with our vocab words. And one of our words was, and darn patineta, which was to ride a skateboard. And for some reason, that phrase and that phrase alone has stuck with us. And we Simone Odise! Simone Odise. We were once playing catchphrase, and the thing was literally skateboard. And so, like, I did the action of, like, riding on a skateboard, and Kelly goes, And darn Patineta! Skateboard! <laughs> yeah, as if, like, And darn Patineta would be a catchphrase, and the English catchphrase. Um, so, yeah, they go through the number. Everyone's dancing. It's, like, a whole group number. It's really good. Um, Gabriella walks in, and everyone is staring at her, like, in the middle of the number. She's holding, like, these cheese fries on a plate. She says the iconic line, I can't have people staring, staring at me. At me. I, I really, really can't. can't. <laughs> and then everyone, and then I love, like, that, like, from that, like, the silence that everyone goes, no! It's, like, yeah. like a key up, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharpay is, like, walking down the stairs. She's like, this school has gone insane. My theater department is in shambles. Yeah, um, uh, Gabriella slips on some milk that's spilled on the floor, and her cheese fries land on Sharpay. Sharpay screams and freaks out. Yeah, Troy sees this and he's like about to intervene but Chad like pulls him away. He's like, no, I'm getting that. Yeah, so Miss Darvis <laughs> like the comes. one good thing Chad did in this movie. Miss <laughs> Darvis comes over and asks what happened and Sharpay says that Gabriella did it on purpose. She's trying to sabotage them and ruin the musical. Um... Uh, yeah, so that, like, at, that doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but after that, in the cafeteria, Chad is telling Troy, this, like, literally the callbacks were posted today, mm-hmm. and it is lunchtime. Yeah. So Chad tells Troy that people are confessing, and that Zeke is baking, and Troy's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's a creme brulee. It's really satisfying. And Troy seems, like, really interested. Yeah. He's like, oh, cool. But then Chad's like, no! Yeah. No! Chad literally says, our team is coming apart because of your singing thing. It's been four hours. <laughs> it's been a day. It's not even like the musical has happened. Like, if... <laughs> And, like, if the championship is happening this week, the, uh, the like, practices for the musical aren't even going to end, like... Right, it's just callbacks! It's all that is. <laughs> um, I have a question. Do, if you had, like, a school with, like, a really large theater department, did you have callbacks? Please let us know. I'm very interested. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to ask you, what is the our high school audition process? Like, do you have to, like, audition in front of people? Yes. 
So for the plays, you would just go and you would, they'd have like sample monologues and you would just like learn it as well as you can, but you can bring the sheet in there and you just like, like perform from it. the play that they're doing or no, it's just from other stuff. Um, and then you just perform it for them and they are just like, okay, like, thank you. And you leave. Um, but at our high school, like everyone was in the show. So yeah, even we had if you a very small high school. Yeah. Even if you weren't like a lead role, you were still in the show. They weren't going to be like, no, you yeah. don't get a part. They would same make with, a part for you. Sports. Yeah. And then for the musicals. It was, so you would do a song. You had to prepare, like, a certain amount of uh, measures of the song. You'd go in and Mr. Our uh, <laughs> music teacher would play, um, and you would sing for them. And then there was also a dance audition part, and the <laughs> dance teacher would, like, teach you a little bit, whatever, a little combo, and you'd have to learn it, and that's yeah. what it was. I was curious. Kelly was in a couple of our shows. I was technically on crew, but I didn't really do anything, and the only reason I joined was because... All of my friends who were in the theater, aka like Kelly and Maddie, and then like some of our friends, other friends who did crew, would always go out and get food all the time, and I wanted <laughs> to join them. But I did have a dream once that um, Kelly convinced me to audition for our musical in high school, and I was like, okay, I could be like a background person, I guess. But then I was like, wait a minute, I have to audition like by myself in front of people, and then I was like, you know what? I'll audition if I can sing "Work from Home" by Fifth Harmony. <laughs> you had to sing a song from a musical and have sheet music. Mm. Well, the girls did. The boys, because we went to an all-girls school, the boys from other schools would, like, come to audition. They could literally show up and, like, not say anything and just be like, I'm gonna do this, and they'd get the lead because (laughs) the drama teacher loved the boys. (laughs) That's it. Not in a creepy way, but, like, mm. Okay. So, yeah, I was just Also, our drama teacher played favorites, so it's like, if you were one of her favorites, you would get the role that you wanted, and <laughs> even if you were not as talented as somebody else, you would get the role that you wanted, so <laughs> just wanted to say, throw that out there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, Chad continues talking. He says, our team is coming apart because of your singing thing. We were talking about how auditions wouldn't even clash. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, drama, gre- drama geeks and brainiacs think that they can talk to us. People think that they can do stuff that's not their stuff. Which, again, did you feel confined to what you did in high school? Because I did. Again, we went to a very small, like, (laughs) unconventional school. I did a lot of different things. I played sports. I was sort of on theater crew. Uh, We were in the art department a lot. Um, I also took honors classes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Clicks are a bigger thing, or at least in movies and TV shows, they act like clicks like define you. So yeah, maybe it is that way at other schools. At typical <laughs> yeah. American high school. Yeah. Uh, so then Miss Darvis just goes into the boys' locker room. <laughs> That's definitely illegal. Yeah, looking for the coach. There are half naked children in this locker room. Yeah, <laughs> literally in towels. So she so goes to Coach Fulton's office, which is in the locker room. Yeah, and she asks why Troy auditioned, and Mr. Bolton is like. What are you she's like, are about? you getting even because I put them in detention? Yeah. Um, and she's like, I will not let you make a farce of Twinkle Town, which just sets Coach Bolton off, as would anyone. What, what the fuck Yeah, is he's just Town? laughing at it. And Kelsey. so Miss Darbus takes that as him saying, oh, I am trying to sabotage the musical, and she stomps out. Yeah, um, so <laughs> Zeke approaches Sharpay in the hallway, and he's like, hey, listen, now that Troy's in your show, I was wondering if you wanted to watch me play basketball sometime. And that's where they, we get the iconic, Troy Bolton is not in my show. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he, like, says something else, and then she says, evaporate, tall person, which is my favorite line <laughs> from this fucking movie. So I thought that was so it's funny. So and then after she says that, he's like, I bake, if that helps. 
I love Zeke. It evaporates hard. He just wants to bake. It's just something he that, just like, has a crush. To, oh, yeah, he's a crush. And he's, like, people say that it would be good to bake for someone, which it would be. I want to give her some creme brulee, some chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. This poor guy. Yeah, um, Gabriella finds a note in her locker, and she meets Troy in the greenhouse. Apparently, yeah, so Troy has, like, convinced the science club to let him, like, hang out in the greenhouse. Because everyone loves Troy. On the rooftop. He's uh, like, he's like, even my friends don't know about this. Because it has to do with science, and they're jocks. Yeah, so... Gabriella Troy- says that the campus loves him, but Troy says that they all love him unless they lose. And he's afraid of what his dad will think and what his friends will say about the musical. Yeah, they're both just and, Troy's okay, like, Troy oh, says, I'm a basketball guy. Gabriel yeah. is like, oh, I'm only smart. Well, Troy says, my parents' friends are always saying, your son's the basketball guy. You must be so proud. Who says that? Who talks like that? The basketball guy. Hey, your son, the basketball guy. You must be so proud that he plays he basketball. Be so proud. What? Everyone plays basketball. <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> Anyway. Um, yeah, so then Gabriella goes into this fucking thing. She's like, remember when you were in kindergarten and whenever you first met someone, you could know them for 10 seconds and then you're best friends? That's what it was like singing with you. I can just be myself. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I, that's it. But they both agree we're going to do callbacks. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we get this montage of them rehearsing in secret with Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And then we get the bathroom scene where Gabrielle is just, like, singing to herself in the bathroom. Sharpay hears. So she walks in. She, like, kicks open a bathroom door. And then she walks out. And Gabriella was, like, hiding behind this wall. And Sharpay walked far enough into the bathroom to clearly see Gabriella behind this wall. The only thing I can think of is that they had one of those, like, paper towel machines that was, like, thick enough that <laughs> Gabriella could have been behind it. Sharpay also gets, like, surprised by herself in the mirror, so maybe she's just so She'll also, like, well, she's blowing herself a kiss. She's like, ooh, I look good, so. Yeah. Maybe, I just want to say, I knew that before the internet called it out. <laughs> what, that she would have been able to see her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Troy is not at basketball practice. Um, he and Gabriella are both in detention again. Yeah, they don't explain why they're there. And they're both, it's so weird. They're, like bopping to music in their heads, I guess. I, like, didn't know what they were doing until, like, I don't remember what I saw, but it was something where it's, like, oh, they're, like, both, like, like, playing the song in their head, and they're both just, like, bopping, like, by themselves. I don't know. It's weird. Um, Troy arrives as practice ends. Um, Coach is obviously very angry. Yeah, so he says, well, I'll, I'll practice now, and his dad's like, I think you should do that. The team deserves it, or something. Yeah, so Gabriella shows up after everyone's gone, and they have, like, a little flirty time, which... I very much enjoyed. I was very jealous of Gabriella. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're just, like, talking about basketball or whatever, and Gabriella, like, goes to shoot a basket, and Troy picks her up, and they're, like, laughing, and then Coach Bolson shows up, and he said, you need to leave, miss. This is a closed practice. Yeah, well, she, like, takes the ball, and then he, like, like starts to, like, grab her, and I was always like, hmm, that must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so he tells Gabriella to leave, and Troy's like, practice is over. Like, this is fine, Dad. Calm down. He's like, practice isn't over until the last players leave. It's team rule. You need to leave again. He's, like, talking like a drill sergeant for some reason. Yeah, so Gabriella leaves. Well, and- she apologizes. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. And Troy's like, oh, this is Gabriella, like, the one I've talked about. And he's like, oh, you're the one keeping him from basketball, basically. And she's like, 
Sorry, bye. <laughs> and after she leaves, Troy is like, Dad, what the fuck? Why are you being so mean? Well, I love whenever he's like, all of a sudden that girl comes in. And then Troy rebuts with, that girl is named Gabriella. And she's very nice. <laughs> yeah, he sticks up for her the entire time. But the she's dad, very nice. <laughs> well, Dad is like, she wouldn't. She's not nice because if she were nice, you wouldn't be missing basketball practice because of her. He's like, you're a basketball captain, not a singer. And this is where Troy says his iconic. Did you ever think maybe I could be both? Mm-hmm. And then Troy storms out of the gym. The whole team was listening. Um, in the library, like I guess the next day, Chad is like basically yelling at Troy, and. <laughs> He, he is like, oh, like, you can't do this. Like, LeBron James would never audition for a musical. In high school. In high school. And so he's like, like, how do you know? <laughs> and he's like, have you ever heard of Michael? He's like, my mom loves Michael Crawford. Have you ever heard of Michael Crawford? And Troy's like, no. And he, uh, Corbin Blue is, or Chad is like, Michael Crawford played the Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. My mom has seen that show 47 times. Michael Crawford lives in our refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his mom has a picture picture of Michael Crawford in the refrigerator, in not on it, in it. And then he says something about like, I think it's some diet thing. I don't know, but he's like, if you do musicals, you're gonna end up in my mom's fridge, not on a cereal box. Yeah, I I remember seeing something on Tumblr. It was like we all thought Chad's mom was crazy, but now we're all Chad's mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so then like, trying to do homework this whole time. Yeah, he like gets a book and like opens a folder. So, Chad goes to Taylor at some point, and, oh, wait, never mind. No, yeah, Chad. Sharpay and Ryan are catching um, Chad conspiring with Taylor. Yeah, yeah. They're looking on, and they think that they are trying to get Troy and Gabriella to get, to, like, win the callbacks so that they will rule the whole school. Um, but what they're actually trying to do is to save Troy and Gabriella from themselves. That's, that's what they say, yeah. Um, so. Chad is wearing a shirt that says, easily distracted. Which is not really true. He's very set on doing this, but... Yeah, so the next day, Taylor and Chad, like, meet up to make sure, like, everything's okay for their big plan. <laughs> um, he says something about, like, synchronizing their watches, and Taylor's like, we're not Charlie's Angels, and Chad's like, I wish we were. <laughs> I love that for him. Chad wants to be Charlie's Angels. But he can't like a musical. <laughs> <laughs> exactly! Uh, Chad is probably definitely talking about the movie reboot with Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu. <laughs> I imagine so. Um, so Troy finds his team like set up at this table. Oh my in the god, they're all huddled in the locker room so very with intense. Troy f- with trophies. I said trophies. Trophies. <laughs> <laughs> with Troy. <laughs> no, I said it again. With trophies um, and they all pictures, start shouting the names of former <laughs> East High basketball legends. Students. They're like the Thunderclap. <laughs> <laughs> who brought us to victory in 1994. And every time they say one of them, they all yell, get your head in the game. <laughs> it's it's they so, This is like a fucking cult. Like, this is comical. It really is. Um, <laughs> as this is happening... Oh, and they also pull out a picture of Troy's dad, who yeah, also led them to victory. Like, if you're a you, legacy. If you don't do this, you're going to let all of us down and my dad down, too. Uh, during the same time, Taylor is, has this presentation of why Troy sucks, basically. Yeah, she's basically like, um, athletes are Neanderthals, and we are smart, and we are better than them, and you are too good for him. And you belong here. Yeah, at first, Gabrielle is just kind of, like, laughing, like, okay, guys, like, come on, I, I gotta go get to rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... The team, like, starts to manipulate Troy into basically saying that he doesn't care about Gabriella. Well, Troy is just like, you guys, I'm gonna give the game 110%, like, I'm gonna do it, but yeah, I can still do trying, this other stuff. he keeps trying to convince them that, like, 
he's not abandoning the team. Yeah, he's still just as dedicated as he was. And they're like, well, what about the girl? What about singing? As uh, Chad obviously sets up this webcam (laughs) and opens a computer right in front of Troy. What about the girl? (laughs) And And so, so Troy says... Like, immediately as he's saying this, they start broadcasting to the computer that Taylor sets up in front of Gabriella. And yeah. She, and he's like, the girl doesn't matter. Like, I don't care about the singing thing. I'm here for you. I'm here for my boys. I'll Saturdays forget about the audition. The I'll forget about her. It's nothing. And as Gabriella sees this, she starts crying, obviously, because her friends fucking suck. Yeah, so then Taylor says, okay, you want to go to lunch? Yes! <laughs> Gabriella's literally <laughs> crying. Gabriella's like, no, I'm not going to. And Taylor's like, well, you know that we're your friends and we're always here for you. Like, it's you're not being like, a friend. It's literally been like a week. <laughs> you're not being a friend. It's been a week. Gabriella has been at the school. Um, so the the whole, like, Taylor and everyone leaves. Gabriella, like, looks outside and watches this just, like, everyone random in the school. pep rally in the middle of the day. Yeah, and they, outside. Like, Troy and they're all, like, cheering and stuff. Um, so this is when Gabriella starts, when there was me and you. And like I said, it's been a week. <laughs> um, a fun story that I'd like to share about this song is that I had a friend who wanted to dance to this at the talent show one year, and she asked me if I would sing it for her. So we auditioned for the talent show with her dancing and me singing this song, was when there was me and you. Huh? Was it Courtney? No, it was not. Oh. It was a different it was a different friend. And this was, like, earlier. And the teacher did not let us do it because her dance was literally just her, like, rolling around on the ground. It was not a dance. I should have, like, asked her to do it for me before I agreed to do this. <laughs> it was, it was practice. No, it was very embarrassing for me. <laughs> but you did. Wait, you had to audition for your talent? Yeah, because I wanted to make sure you weren't just going to go up there and, like, say cuss words or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so she did not make it into the talent show. But did you? No. Well, no. I mean, the teacher didn't say, like, you can do it by yourself because oh. we were, like, a group act. So Well, you made it in another time. Yeah, we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we get more followers, we'll talk about that eventually. (laughs) If somebody asks us to talk about me singing in the talent show, we will do it. (laughs) We want interaction. (laughs) Who are you? Are you a bot? Watch a bot be like, I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) If a bot asks, I will tell the bot. Yeah, so anyway, Gabriella sings When There Was Me and You. She kind of, like, leans on all the railings available in the school. And there's a Tumblr post that talks about this. So there's this giant poster in the school of the entire basketball team. Troy is literally, like, seven feet tall, just his, like, (laughs) headshot. And so Gabriella is, like, leaning against it, like, When There Was Me and You. And there's a Tumblr post that's like, is this what American high schools are like? And everyone's like, no, this is not what American (laughs) high schools are like. This is a movie. Can you imagine the amount of time and money it would have taken to get that all of them had to post Chaz 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 Chad is like mid-air yeah he's showing in his yeah and like it must have cost so it's huge it must have cost so much money well I know sometimes schools will do like something special for the seniors but that's different than the entire team and even then it's more just like an individualized like little poster that like the um other team members make yeah like the juniors and sophomores (laughs) make for them it's wild yeah this song did not need to be in the movie we don't need to see it. We know see, she's sad. Yeah. And like I said, the entire choreography is she just like she finds all the railings in the school and leans on them. Yeah, that's really it. Um, also her voice like sounds like a different person five times in the song. Yeah. Um, okay, so at the end of the song so the entire school is empty, right, while she's doing this, but then she enters a crowded hallway. Um, Troy walks up to her like nothing's wrong because he doesn't know what happened. Um, but Gabriella says 
basically, like, what everyone's been trying to tell her. Like, no, like, it's better if we just, like, go our separate ways. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. Like, I get it. I don't want to do the audition either. Because she thinks that what he said before was Well, true. yeah, but Troy is like, oh, no, I still want to do the audition. But she's like, no, I get it, Troy. It's fine. We're just going to do our other, our separate things. Yeah, so Troy is very confused. And this leads to... Um, a sadness montage. Well, yeah, he's not performing at practice because he's just so distraught yeah, like about missing, Gabriella. He's missing shots. He, instead of practicing with the team, he just runs on the track. Neither Troy or Gabriella will sit with their friends, in quotes, at lunch. They're such terrible people. <laughs> Gabriella um, looks looks out on her bedroom balcony, sad. She has a balcony in her bedroom. That's so fucking um, so then the team finds Troy in the greenhouse, and they all apologize, and they're like, you know, we weren't being real friends. Even though Troy literally said earlier in the movie that his friends don't know about this. Well, yeah, they're like, we're, we're not being real friends, and we're sorry, yeah, and like, you know, we support wrong. your singing now, and Troy's like, well, it's too fucking late, I'm not singing He's now. like, Gabriella won't talk to me, and I don't know why. Yeah. And then Zeke is like, here, I baked these fresh this morning. You should hear what we're about to tell you. <laughs> yeah, Chad tells them the truth, and then Taylor, at the same time, is apologizing to Gabriella and says and that they like, were tells all her jerks. The truth, but Gabriella won't accept it. We don't see how Troy reacted. Well, Gabriella says that no one forced Troy to say the things that he did, which is kind of true because saying like the girl doesn't matter and like all this yeah. stuff, like but the way he Taylor said was it, also like we knew that Chad could manipulate him into yeah. saying what he said. But like, I still think Gabriella is in the right yeah. for saying like yeah, like she's not wrong or she's like um, no one made him say those things. Like she had a right to be angry. Yeah. But also, I really wish we would have seen like how Troy reacted when his friends were like, um, yeah, remember when we sort of. Uh, had you say those things, we broadcasted that to Gabriella to make her hate you. <laughs> um, so- Troy shows up at Gabriella's house that night. Mrs. Montez opens the door, and Gabriella is, like, on the stairs, but she's, like, doing the thing that's, like, don't tell him I'm here. And so she's, like, oh, Gabriella's busy studying, like, sorry. And Troy's, like, okay, can you just tell her I stopped by, and I'd really like to see her. So Troy leaves. Uh, well, he's about to leave. He looks at the house, and then he realizes that he can sneak up the you can tr- climb a tree to Gabriella's balcony. How does he know that that's her balcony? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he calls her on the phone Which, to... Why didn't he do that before he showed up at her house? Maybe he thought it was more personal. I don't know. I don't know. He's basically like, before she can say anything, he's like, listen, like, I was just saying that to get my friends off my back. I didn't mean any of it. I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe everyone's right. Like, this, it's like the whole school has gone crazy. But then Troy appears on her balcony and he sings the start of something new, uh, a couple lines from it. This is actually Zac Efron singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ter- uh, makes Gabriella realize, she's like, oh yes, I remember how I felt when we sang that song. Um, and so they agreed to sing in the callbacks. Yeah. So we have this montage of both Troy and Gabriella. They're happy now. They're killing it in their respective fields. They're going, practicing, they're doing everything. Going to rehearsal. Practicing breaking fun. free. Ryan and Sharpay uh, walk by as they're practicing breaking free. And they hear them and they're like, oh no, they're actually good. So Sharpay gets an idea. And she's like, well, what if the callbacks were on Friday, the same day as the championship game and the Scholastic Decathlon? And so they go talk to Miss Darbus and they just tell her this is what's best for the musical. And Miss Darbus is like, okay. So she just changes it for no yeah. reason, so- knowing that it's the decathlon <laughs> and the championship game. Yeah, it's like she definitely knows. See, that's, that's happening. a realistic drama teacher thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Because our drama teacher hated if anyone in the plays did sports because if they had to miss like even one practice, like even if they were just in the chorus or whatever, she was 
livid. She hated that. So <laughs> basically you had to choose to do sports or theater or do a sport that wasn't at the same time as the production you were oh, in. Oh, I thought you couldn't do sports unless you were on the crew. No, there were some people who did both, but oh. there was drama with it, so. <laughs> um, so the next morning, everyone finds Kelsey staring at the uh, time change that's been posted on the callback flyer. Um, and they're like, what's going on? And Kelsey's like, no, it was Ryan Sharpay. And then Chad looks at her and he's like, do you know something about this small person? <laughs> <laughs> Again, who wrote this? <laughs> it's really good. Like, I like it. But why did they well, know okay, that this so would be so funny? Per- tall person was an insult. And small person was- It's just like a descriptive phrase. Yeah. <laughs> small person was just- Chad trying to address Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, it's a very big school, and they run in different circles, so I, like, believe that he might not know who she, who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, but Troy, it's okay. It's, he immediately has this elaborate idea. Yeah. So, then, <laughs> we get my favorite su- uh, title card of the entire movie. It says, Decath- Scholastic Decathlon Day, Championship Game Day, Callback Day, and then it says, Help. Uh, exclamation point at the top. I never noticed that as a child oh, watching did. it, but I thought it was very funny. Um, yeah, so, like, the whole day, everyone's just like, oh, it's so much fun. They're being the so nice to each other. Zeke, Zeke, baked, <laughs> Zeke baked a pie in the shape of the number pie for Gabriella and Taylor, and then Gabriella and Taylor present the team with a poster that says, go wildcat hoopsters. And they throw balls and at throw them. And foam basketballs at them. And, and then, then they're <laughs> like, hey, Ryan Sharpay, come here, look at this. I, this is so fucking funny to me. I don't know why as a kid I lost my shit at this every time. I was gonna say, do you remember thinking? that like the exclamation point was the funniest thing in the okay world. yeah so they all open their shirts and it says go drama club and with like an, each letter each per, each member of the team yeah has and a they letter. all say their letter and then troy is exclamation point <laughs> and so miss darbus and ryan Sharpay are like oh that's nice but then ryan this part also so funny to me ryan is like go go dree go draw go draw go draw like that he's trying to read it he thought it was so funny. I thought it was so funny when I was One a time kid. I read this word and I saw it was the Baja Maz. And I was like, what? what is that? It's like a fan group for the Baja men? Like, what is going on? And then it took me like literally a full minute to realize it was the Bahamas, <laughs> as in the country. And I just sat there and I'm like, I am the stupidest fucking person <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Yeah, so after all of these little shows they do, the events are beginning to start. Uh, uh, yeah. Dad tells Troy that he wants him to have fun today, uh, and Troy's I like, like, I know, you want me to win, I and like Dad's to point just out like... that Troy shirtless in this scene. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but Troy is, Dad's just trying to say, like, no, like, I just want you to have fun. I want to see you play the game that we both love, win or lose, and, like, that's all I want. So the decathlon also starts. Ryan and Sharpay are prepping for their Doing callbacks. their warm-ups. The... We've all done it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, and then Sharpay and Ryan begin their song with Bop to the Top. Um, the game begins plus the decathlon. I would like to know if this song is a part of this musical that they're doing. Okay, so- I have a full <laughs> list of what the things we know about this musical. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna wait until the end. It does not make sense. I have so many questions. Are these the same leads who sing what I've been looking for and breaking free? I have free? so many questions. <laughs> what is Bot to the Top even about? <laughs> it's about achieving. Um, we, we know, okay, so, like, the, the musical is called Twinkle Town, with an E on the end of town. The lead characters' names are Arnold and, and Minnie. <laughs> we know that in the set there's a tree. There's a, a big moon. A camel, and a big giant fucking moon with a face. 
They sing, bop to the top, breaking free, and what I've been looking for. Kelsey! <laughs> what is this musical? What is Wait, okay, did Miss Darvis write the musical? Because Kelsey did the music, so who did the dialogue? Was it Miss Darvis? I don't... I don't know. Well, yeah, they don't, they don't really talk about Kelsey's composition. Just yeah. Say it's her song. Yeah. And, like, I remember, like, in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, the teacher took My Fair Lady and, you know, updated it mm-hmm. to Eliza Rocks. So, I <laughs> remember when our high school literally performed a play that was written by, like, the technical director? It was, like, about Sherlock Holmes? Oh, Yeah. I was not in that one, yeah. I saw it. I couldn't tell you a fucking thing that went on. Yeah, I, I remember that. I couldn't understand anything. Well, the plays are plays. I'm sorry to all the drama kids, but plays suck. Musicals are more fun to it's do true. and watch for everyone involved. I've ever enjoyed was the movie version of Doubt starring Meryl Streep, Philip Seymour <laughs> Hoffman, and Amy Adams. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, Brian and Charpe are performing Bop to the Top, her iconic teal dress oh, so with the awesome. feathers. In this song, they're saying Spanish words. Are Arnold and Minnie Spanish? <laughs> I don't, I think that was just to add some flair. I don't Mucho know. Gusto. But also, like, I, it, Kelsey did not write this song, so this must be their interpretation of Bop to I the guess. Top. So I guess, yeah. Uh, imagine how the original Bop to the Top goes. Mucho gusto. <laughs> Maybe they're, like, watching a movie, and this is happening in the movie in the musical. Oh, I love this movie. It's called Bop to the Top. It's about these two kids who climb the ladder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're really trying to make it to the top, but they Okay, can't. also, the auditions are at 3.30, so Ryan, or the callbacks are at 3.30, so Ryan and Sharpe are going first. So we cut back to the basketball game, which has started, and the decathlon, which has also started. We look at the clock. It is five minutes it's been like five minutes since the uh, audition start. And so they both start, they do their sabotaging. Taylor does some code and it makes the gym lights and uh, everything the go out. Board malfunction. Yeah, so they have to evacuate the gym. I don't know, I guess because they're so smart, they were able to hook their laptop up to the like wiring in the school. They also somehow code a fucking like hot plate to turn on. Yeah. And then it, it chemicals. Like, the hot plate might have been connected to the computer already as like part of the competition. Yeah, I don't and know. So like they knew like what to do to like probably know what to do to make it like they turned on some chemical which apparently smells because they're all like oh my god and they all run out of there so everyone exits the gym they have everyone exit the gym for safety reasons and then obviously everyone exits the decathlon um bop to the top ends and so darvis calls for troy and gabriella twice Mm -hmm. but again they barely make it and they're right after darvis calls um and announces and congratulates ryan and sharpay uh, Troy and Gabriella run in, and they're like, no, 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 like, please, 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 and Darvis is like, I already called for you, but then the entire gym, plus the entire decathlon, follow <laughs> them in to watch their performance, and Darvis is like, okay, I guess you guys can audition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sharpay tells Kelsey, you do not want to do this, and Kelsey says, oh, yes, I really do. Look I, at that, sticking up for herself. I'd like to also point out that Kelsey is wearing, like, a, a well, suit, a blazer, and a bow tie. They do Kelsey so dirty in this movie. Why do they do that? Because she's, what, a high schooler who wrote a musical? Maybe that's a little weird. I mean, I'd say that, like, her normal outfits, I don't know what a theater kid would have looked like in 2005. Okay, but it's nothing like what she wears in the second movie. Right. Well, it's also the summer. I don't know. No. It, she's wearing fucking hats and all the time. She's wearing, like, all these layers, like, cargo pants. I, it looks like what someone would have worn in 2005. I don't know. It was a strange look. 
But yeah, she's wearing like, like a suit a and like a bowler hat. Yeah, the bowler covering all weird. of her hair. But did you see Gabriella's shoes throughout this whole movie? Yeah, they were so fucking ugly. What was that about? They were like flats with like a kitten heel. They were horrible. and they had like a buckle. They were yeah. not good. Um. Yeah. So Jarvis lets them sing. Kelsey begins playing the piano, but Gabriella is just standing there in fear. Well, yeah, she doesn't start. So then Troy is like, "It's okay, you can do this," and she's I like, can "I can't." Yeah, but Troy's like, "No, you can." Like kindergarten. So then when they go again, Troy starts the song, and I'm like, "Did they just switch lines?" Because I Troy yeah. should have started singing. Yeah, anyway. obviously, like Troy should should have started singing, but maybe he noticed that like the way that she looked because she definitely did not. Look yeah, okay. but also nobody in the crowd was like. What the fuck? <laughs> they're all just sitting there also, silently. Also, maybe they, they're just so in tune with each other that we're like, hey, we're going to switch lines at the beginning. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, breaking free. It starts. They sing. It's amazing. They dance. They do the whole thing. Uh, they both come out of their shells. Troy's having a good time. Gabriella's having a good time. The, the crowd is having a great time. Um, I love the part whenever Troy sings like a wave the ocean just can't control. He does that little move where it's like <laughs> a weird robot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he's trying to do like the like wave type thing, but couldn't do it. And then after Gabriella sings, in our very souls, and he goes, <laughs> I love like, all the turns so. they do. I, I They made it seem like that was very unchoreographed, which I very much enjoy. Kenny Ortega did a great job of making it seem like this was all just like, we're just doing yeah. these things. Yeah, we see you. Again, Kenny Ortega. Exactly. <laughs> Chat, we're your biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so while they're singing, both mom, Gabriella's mom and Troy's dad walk in. Gabriella's mom is probably like, oh, like, she's come out of her shell. That's so great. Yeah. And Troy's dad is like, oh, I guess there is something to this. Well, he's also, he wanted to see his son happy, and his yeah. son was happy. Also, in the middle of the song, it's not like in the beginning, but like in the middle of the song, whenever they're like really into it, that's when the moon comes down. Yeah. It's so good. The moon that Gabriella was painting in the first detention. Amazing. Yes. Look at that. Um, so, the the song ends, the crowd goes wild, even Darvis like throws her clipboard away and is like, <laughs> loves it. Yeah. Um, we don't see, we only see Ryan and Sharpay like in a brief glimpse, like on the, like off stage watching them, which I feel so sad because I feel like it would have been so much fun to be in the audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so everything ends. Uh, the basketball game resumes and Troy gets a buzzer beater to win. Uh, Troy kissed Gabrielle on the cheek, by the way, earlier yeah. at the end of Breaking Free and yeah. they got the parts. Or I guess we don't find that out till later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so he gets his Troy fee. <laughs> he gets his Troy fee and everyone's like, Troy, amazing. Troy, Troy, Troy. Everyone Gabriella, changed their clothes. Yeah, Gabriella came over and she like hugs them. She's and, like, we won. Yeah, and she's like, we won too. And they're about to kiss and then. But Chad Coplock's his friend. <laughs> yeah, he puts a basketball He's in between. Like, hey, them. He's here's like, the game here ball. Here you go, playmaker. <laughs> um, but then Troy gives the game ball to Kelsey because she's a real playmaker. Yeah. Um, and then we don't know this kid's name, whoever he is, takes off her hat and then helps her shoot the ball and she scores. I guess. But we're all this together starts. Yeah. And it's real fun. We all go the together, together. Um, and so like, yeah, Troy starts. He's great. He's singing. He's dancing. Gabriella comes in. We make each other strong. We do the first chorus of we're all in this together and then i love i love the first shot of ryan and he's on the bleachers and he's like hip thrusting to save his life <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and then he does the thing where he like 
is like about to crowd surf, but then they like race him and he forms like a little tunnel for Sharpay to walk through. <laughs> I love that. Kenny, was that you? I love it. Um, I would like to say Sharpay got fucked in the outfit department for this scene. Yeah. She's wearing like white cargo pants with a belt, not around the loops, but like around her like waist <laughs> and a tank top. And just a tank top with like rhinestones, and that's it. Gabriella oh, has her beautiful so red good. dress, and then also Taylor got screwed. She's wearing a fucking button down, oh, yeah. a tennis skirt, and a tie, tie with knee high white socks. Yeah. I get that they were doing the whole white and red thing, but it was not good look. Oh, uh, yeah. So we do, we're all in this together. It makes no context to the movie whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the end of the movie until. We get a special bonus scene. Ugh, it's amazing. At the very end, Zeke is in the gym by himself. All the balloons have fallen. The party's over. He's just standing there by his lonesome. But then the girl of his dreams rushes in, and she says, Zeke, these cookies are genius. Will you bake more for me? And she runs through the balloons. And she hugs him. Hugs him tight. And that's the end of High School Musical. And that is the end of High School Musical. Um, I did want to say something about we're all in this together. Everyone knows the dance, of course. Yeah. Um, in grade school, for one of our spring concerts, my grade and the grade below us sang we're all in this together. For one <laughs> My of the... grade sang all for one. We'll get that when we get to Yeah, school. yeah. So we sang we're all in this together. And one of the times we were practicing before the spring concert, and one of the teachers who was, like, one of the class's teachers was pregnant at the time. And she starts crying after we sing <laughs> we're all in this together. <laughs> and she's just like, you guys did a really good job and everyone's like why was she crying and I was like I think it's because she's pregnant guys I don't know (laughs) she was very emotional because our singing was so beautiful so that's what High School Musical does even grown adults (laughs) okay so now we have the important part of this episode we are Ranking Ranking. the songs from High School Musical. Okay, so there's nine songs total. If you don't count the extra bonus track on the soundtrack, I Can't Take My Eyes Off of You, which I don't because it was not in the movie. Yeah. It's also very weird because, like, it's definitely a love song, and then, like, Sharpay and Ryan have a chorus together. I guess they're just, like, athletes and still in Lucas Grabeel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so let's start from number nine. Number nine I have When There Was Me and You. I have the What I've Been Looking For reprise. (laughs) Oh, my God! You put that below When There Was Me and You? Yes. That is harsh. It's fucking short. It's fucking boring. It doesn't, it's, it's offensive to the, what I've been looking for to Ryan and Sharpay. Okay, well, f- at number eight, I put the original, what I've been looking for, the tr- the Ryan and Sharpay version. Number eight, I have When There Was Me and You. Uh, number seven, I have What I've Been Looking For reprise. Uh, number seven, I stick to the status quo. Not that I don't like it, but I just, um, I feel, I don't know. The actual singing of the song is what I didn't like, which is why it didn't yeah, like, I like ring the look higher of it. for me. Yeah, I like the look of it, but I feel like there are, the other songs contribute more to the movie. I have, at number six, the start of something new, which I is also, controversial, because I, I really enjoy the song, but the other ones just stick out more to me. Right. I also have the start of something new at number six. For number uh, five, I have the What I've Been Looking For, Ryan and Sharpay. I have Bop to the Top at number five. Number four, I have Bop to the Top. Number four, I have We're All in This Together. Number three, I have Get Your Head in the Game. Number three, I have Stick to the Status Quo. Number two, I have We're All in This Together. Number two, I have Breaking Free. Number one, I have Breaking Free. Number one, I have Get Your Head in the Game. Okay, (laughs) I had so much fun watching the Get Your Head in the Game 
clip. I haven't seen that in so long. And I just really, I was really into it. I feel like this might have changed if I watched it on a different day. But this is just what I was feeling the for day me, that I watched it. For me, I was thinking a lot about not only my own personal opinions, but also the impact. And I feel like Breaking Free is really the song that defines this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bop. And then I also have We're All In This Together. Because again, I feel like it's a song that really defines this movie. It's fun. Everyone knows it. And then, like, I had Get Your Head in the Game for number three because it's a fucking banger. Yeah. Get Your Head in the Break Game. Breaking Free, like, tops, like, billboard charts or something. Yeah, no, it was, and the whole album, like, like we said, High School Musical was insane. Um, I had the album. Another thing about High School Musical, like, a year or two after High School Musical, one of my, like, family members got me and my cousin gifts that were, like, High School Musical themed. My cousin was, like, two years older than me, two or three years, and we freaked out because they were so fun. But then the next year, he also got us a High School Musical gift, and by that time, we were, like, old enough that we were, like, thanks. I saw this, like, lamp, and it was just, like... It was just, like, a square of, like, the high school musical cover, and I thought it was really cool because it was, like, sleek and, like, not, like, like too, like, child obnoxious, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, I want that lamp. Um, but my aunt got me this, like, microphone alarm clock where you could, like, record yourself singing and, like, wake up to your <laughs> voice, and I was like, oh... It was, like, high school musical themed. Yeah. I was like, oh, thanks. That's scary. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I love this movie. It's It stands up. I had not watched the original High School Musical in a long time, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Me neither, and I realized how ridiculous it actually is. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous for sure, but, like, it's actually funny. Like, this decom yeah. made me laugh multiple times. That's one of the things that I really appreciated about it. Like, my favorite line was, evaporate tall person, but... My favorite line was, do you know something about this small person? <laughs> <laughs> and my second favorite is, what are those two doing in a tree? <laughs> Because uh, the performance of that one, Coach Mine, Bolton really did something. My second favorite is, I just want to get to know this girl. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh, no. And you also sound like Marsha. Marsha. <laughs> I don't know anyone with that name at our school. <laughs> I've never heard of George Glass. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all uh, I How had. did you rate and rank this? I gave this a 4.5 out of 5 because the cultural impact, and because like I said, I still enjoyed it, like going back and watching it now. I put this at number 5, uh, Stuck in the Suburbs is above it, and Model Behavior is below it. I did the exact same thing. I put it 4.5 <laughs> out of 5. It's at number 5, below The Color of Friendship, and above the Even Stevens movie. Uh, yeah, I... The reason it's not a 5.5 is because they topped themselves with High School Musical 2. It's true. <laughs> and there were also just, like, when there was me and you, could have been better. There are right. certain things well, that... Right, like, when you compare, like, there's, like, many songs that you can, like, compare to each other side by side with the first and second movies. And, like, when there was me and you compared to Gotta Go My Own Way... Oh, my God. There's no there's, comparison. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next movie we have is Cowbells, our <gasps> Queen's Allie and AJ. If you haven't listened to the I new explicit potential breakup song, go ahead. It's fun. Fun times. It's really not that different at all, but it's still more fun. Mm-hmm. So we'll be watching that next week, Sorry, guys. this is so long. Yeah, it's really long. <laughs> Bye. Bye.